Uh, good day to you. Uh, thanks for joining this broadcast. Uh, some uh, things that I want to share today. Uh, just a brief. Uh, this will be a brief message. But you know what? In the in the age of where we're at, there's just a lot of discussion, a lot of things, a lot of things going on, as we know. So I don't have to spend a lot of time blabbering about that. But I'm going to ask the Lord right now to to uh, bring forth this message to your heart, to your understanding. And I thank you for a very fruitful day for each one listening to this right now in Jesus' name. And those that will listen later, just a great fruitful day and, and a confidence. You know, God wants you to be confident in who you are. When I uh, uh, really popped up this morning, it just seemed like that was such a loud thing. God wants you to know who you are. And this will be very brief. I, I want to share a couple things here, and uh, we'll, we'll move right along. But if you... I have a Bible or make notes later. Uh, go to, uh, I want you to go to 1 Peter uh, chapter 2. And, and in 1 Peter chapter 2, and we uh, start in verse 9, and it says, but you. So it says a but there, which means that he's talking about some things prior to this. But this word should ring in your bell. But you are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, his own special people, and you may, that you may proclaim the praises of him who called you out of darkness and into his marvelous light, and who once were not a people, but are now the people of God, who had not obtained mercy, but have obtained mercy. You know, when we talk about, uh, you know, being born again and so on, part of the body of Christ, well, the born again part is basically accepting the fact that, that he bled for you, his blood. You're brought into, you're engrafted into all his blessings. Uh, you can read this Bible cover to cover, Old, New Testament, everything, but the bottom line is it's the blood that caused that to be there. So, you know, why do I bring this up? Well, I bring it up because in our society today, um, there, there's a, a lot of work right there trying to denounce people that are Christians. Uh, and <clears throat> so I know that a lot of people that are called Christians, uh, they may not have really made uh, Jesus the Lord of their life, which is a pre pre prerequisite. But anyway, uh, it's important that we know who we are. And I'll say this, I'll be back this up here a little bit too with some reasons. But let, let's just uh, back up in this same chapter here. And um, <clears throat> well, just go up to Four, chapter, or verse 4 in chapter 2, and it says, Coming to him, meaning Jesus, as a living stone, rejected indeed by men, but chosen by God and precious. So sometimes, you know, we have to stop and think, uh, because of who we are, who Jesus is, we're going to be rejected by men. I, I know firsthand what that's like, and many of you do too, but I'm glad I, I took a stand for my Lord. Uh, even though I was rejected by many, many people, but I, I'm not wounded by that anymore. I'm, my heal, I'm healed. But in verse 5, you also, you also as living stones. See, he's the, he's the chief cornerstone. Uh, Isaiah will say that here in a little bit. But you are a, part, you're a stone also because you're a part of that body of Christ. There you go. And you are a holy priesthood to offer up sacrifices, spiritual sacrifices, acceptable by God through Jesus Christ. <laughs> okay. And, of course, in verse 6, it, it goes on to say that a prophecy in Isaiah. Because some people say, well, where does Christianity come from? 
Well, it was prophesied many times. Jesus was prophesied about many times. In, in this particular one here in Isaiah 28, 16, it said, Behold, I lay in Zion a chief cornerstone, elect, precious, and he who believes on him will by no means be put to shame. That's you for you and me right there. He, he prophesied the Lord Jesus, and those that believe on him would not be put to shame. Now think about that today. How does that make you feel with all the news that we hear and all the people out there, all the noise in the, and we would say in the marketplace or in the world, all the noise. And, you know, we can feel pretty insignificant because we're Christians, right? Well, through the years, that's been a problem because many Christians have hid out in their little churches. And we need pastors and we need churches. There's no question about that. But sometimes people hid out in this afraid to go out in the world because they might be, uh, you know, chastised, might be criticized or whatever. Uh, but anyway, therefore, I'll tell you how God sees you right now and how the angels in heaven see you. You personally... Take this personally. You made Jesus your Lord. If you haven't, you need to. He sees you as royal, royal priesthood. You know, we talk about the royals of the world and all their things, but see, this is a different royalty. I'm telling you, angels in heaven, you know, the Bible says in Hebrews, they're, they're here to help us. They're here to help those that have inherited salvation. They're here to be here to help you. You don't work for the angels. They work for you. But this is, they see you as royalty, clean. Let me show you another little deal here. People talk about all kind of things. You know, they talk about racism and all these things, which is, I tell you to God, uh, that's, he hates that idea because you know what? Here in verse Revelation, just go there if you want to in chapter 7. And let's get a look at who God's people are now. Well, I know where we're, uh, where it's a vision that John had. He sees in heaven, but he's seeing all the people that were retrieved from the earth standing before the Lord. And in verse 9, it says, After these things I looked, and behold, a great multitude, which no one could number, of all nations, all tribes, all peoples and tongues standing before the throne, before the Lamb clothed with white robes with palm branches in their hands. I'm telling you what, you know, every race, every color, I'm telling you what, and you know, if you've been out and about and you've celebrated with believers that are on fire for the Lord, you're going to see every color there is. There's no racism in God's plan. It's all about the blood of Jesus. And some of the most beautiful people I know, Christians, are of many, many colors. I mean, it's just amazing. So I want to bring that forth because, see, that's, an, that's something the enemy has contrived so to put you down and make you feel adequate. And I told you I'd make this, this brief, but yesterday... I covered some grounds, or whenever you looked at this in Isaiah chapter 10, and in verse 13, it talked about all the plans of the devil in 13 and 14. I won't go back over that. But then we continue on here, and we see in verse 24, Therefore says the Lord God of hosts, all my people who dwell in Zion, do not be afraid of the Syrian. He's saying, don't be afraid of the devil. Don't be afraid of politicians. Don't be afraid of those that are rising up shouting, hey, you're, you're racist. You're this, you're that. No, you're the child of God. You're a royal priesthood. So praise God. Take that. Take that right now. Say, I'm, I'm part of the royalty of God. That's who I am. And I, I act, I'm excited to know that. And, of course, we moved on from there into some anointing. And I will not go there today. 
But in verse 27, it, costs, it talks about a, an anointing to, to lift burdens, to destroy yokes, and so on. A lot of you don't know what the anointing is, but it's called the supernatural. You know, we live in a natural world, but we have supernatural ability. We should never be afraid of anything going on. We should never be afraid of any, any of this stuff. We should rise up and say, I'm a child of God. I'm a royal priesthood, chosen generation. I'm part of it. So God bless you today. I want you to have a marvelous, powerful day, and it just a different idea of who you are because you are a loved person. I want to tell you in Jesus' name, amen.